Welcome to Step Up to the Microphone. It's a great day to be alive. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a culture war going on right now. We're in the middle of it, and we need to find a way to stop it. We know the way to stop it, but we need to step up to the plate and actually do something about it instead of sitting here and crying about it. The more we cry, the less we do. So, let's get into this. Let's get into this cultural world we've got, and we have to take this country back with Jesus Christ and the Bible, or else we have no hope at all. So let's get into this thing. You know, I sit here and pray before I get on here. I ask the Holy Spirit and God to give me their words, not mine. This is not my words that I want coming out of my mouth. I want God's words to come out of my mouth in this. So, we have to talk about this culture war. Because it's been right point blank in our face. The devil's been sitting there throwing it in our face. And we are doing nothing about it. We are letting the left win. We're letting Satan win. Well, it's time we take back control. We have to take back control. There's no getting around it. We have to take back the symbolism, the language, and this dang sexuality business they got going on with the trans and LGBTQ, whatever you want to call it. We have to take it all back, not let them use any of it, and spread the gospel while doing it. Spread the gospel in a loving, caring way to where they know we're not doing this out of spite just to get our stuff back. We're doing it because we care about these people and we don't want them to burn in hell for all of eternity. Remember, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. There is no way to the Father except through Him. That comes straight from John chapter 14, verse 6. So, that's what we use. That's how we beat them. So the first thing we need to do is like, stop fighting this symbolism the way they want us to fight it. We fight it the wrong way every time, and we look like the sore loser. No. Those days are over. We step up and we attack the symbolism and let people know the truth. Like, let's take this, for instance. Israel. I, lo I support Israel, but the Israel in the Bible is not the same as this fake Israel that we have as a country. The Israel in the Bible is talking about the people that have wrestled with God and chose Jesus Christ to be their Savior. That is who Israel is in the Bible. This fake Israel is going to be used by the devil because he likes to counterfeit things to make his counterfeit Messiah in his counterfeit temple to steal souls away from Jesus Christ. So, it's not the true Israel. In fact, it's a straight up counterfeit. If you don't believe me, then ask yourself one simple question. Why do the people from Israel want to call themselves Israelis and not Israelites? Have you ever thought about that? Has it come across your mind? An Israeli is a modern Israeli citizen. Whereas an Israelite is someone that has struggled with God. They are the biblical Israelites. These people don't want to be called Israelites. They want to be called Israelis. They are not God's chosen people. The Christians are. The true Israelites. The Christians are your true Israelites. Think about it. Think about the meaning of Israel. To wrestle with God. Well, isn't that what all Christians do? They wrestle with God. 
Wouldn't that make them Israelites? Think about it. Ponder it for a minute. Because we've wrestled with God and we've chosen His Son, part of the Trinity, to be our Savior, our Messiah. So we've wrestled with God and we've chosen Jesus Christ, the second part of the Trinity, as our Savior. So yes, we need to get the whole Israelite, Israel thing under control. Yes, they should be able to defend themselves. But when we're talking about the Bible, that is not the Israel that is being labeled in the Bible. That is not biblical Israel. That would be the devil's counterfeit created by the United Nations. Not created by the sovereignty of God. That was created by the United Nations. More proof that it's the devil's counterfeit. I'm not trying to divide people over this. I'm just stating the facts. This is the devil's counterfeit Israel. But they do need to be able to defend themselves. They might be the distant relatives of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But we have to remember, in the New Testament, Jesus said that we will be adopted into the family of the Israelites. Remember that. Just remember that. The bloodlines don't matter anymore. Because we are adopted by grace into his family. Another symbol that's been stolen, taken away, used for evil, would be the rainbow. We should really look at that. We have a sodomite flight crew in the Navy parading around with the rainbow flag telling how awesome it is to be a sodomite. If you don't know what a sodomite is, that'd be a homosexual. Sorry, if you don't like my take on it, you can turn it off now. I really don't care. But... In the Bible, Sodom and Gomorrah, and they have archaeological proof of this, was smited. Nothing existed because of the wickedness they had done. They had straight up homosexual tendencies. They did evil on the side of the Lord. It was like the days of Noah all over again in that part of the world. And God said, no more. We ain't having it. We cannot be the new Sodom and Gomorrah. We have to take this back. If you don't know what the rainbow really means, I'll tell you right now. That is God's promise to us, the Christians, the people of the world, all over the world, that He will not flood the earth with water again. When He sees it, He remembers His promise, and He keeps His promises. He's not like the devil who promises you something and then takes it away because Oh, wow, I can't give that to you because I just want you to suffer instead. No, when God promises something, He does it. Yes, we might have a flood here in Tennessee one day, and the next month there's a flood somewhere around China, but the whole earth isn't being flooded. We need to take the rainbow back. God didn't create Adam and Steve or Amanda and Eve. He created Adam and Eve. Ish and Ishah in Hebrew. Man and woman. Man and wife. There wasn't no dude-on-dude action in creation. Never was. Wasn't that, was never supposed to be. It was supposed to be man and woman throughout eternity. Of course, Adam and Eve sinned by eating the apple and broke away the relationship with God through sin, through disobedience, by not obeying the Lord God Almighty. Yehovah. So, now we have this whole sodomite issue. 
and it's getting bad. It's being promoted all over the public. Heck, our CIA and FBI were more interested in making ads about hiring sodomites than they were in protecting our homeland. We just had a cyber attack on a pipeline because they were more worried about having sodomite workers than they were protecting the people. Do you see the issue? Do you see how perverted it is? How wrong? It's just straight up wrong. It's another thing being thrown in our face by the devil. And he's laughing at us. He's sitting back enjoying this. He thinks that we're stupid. You know, it's sad. It really is. Because I love everyone. I don't want these people to die the way they could end up dying. I mean, look at the suicide rates. The sexual transmission. The STDs. They're higher amongst homosexuals than heterosexuals. Look at rectal cancer. You're more likely to have rectal cancer if you were a dude doing a dude. I mean... Look it up. Look up the studies. If you can, Google's probably taking them down. But years, a few years ago, there was proof of all this on the internet. So why in the blue blazes would you want to do another dude? Seriously. Especially when women are so dang beautiful. I mean, how can a dude be attracted to a dude when there's a woman? Wow. They come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, they do come with attitude. But they're beautiful. And they were made to be our helper. So, what's with the dude-on-dude -dude action? That's all I'm asking. Because it's not right. It's a straight-up abomination. It even says so in the Bible. And it says so in the New Testament and Old Testament. So this fight that they have that Jesus was gay? Throw that out the window. He wasn't gay. No. Jesus was God in flesh. There's no way he was a homosexual. So, just throw that out the window. That'll get you going to hell. That's straight up blasphemy, saying that. But, let's just get back to this. We don't want you to die in pain and agony, depression, STDs, HIV, AIDS, any of that. I mean, we really don't. We want you to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. We want you to repent of that lifestyle. If you don't know what re repent means, I'll tell you. That means you give up that lifestyle and you never go back to it. I know I had to repent of some stuff. I struggled with sexual sins. But I repented of them. I'm done with them. I'm not going back to it. My life's better because of it. So, that's all we're asking you to do. We want you to come to Christ and be happy and be at peace. Yeah, the struggle is real. When you're a Christian and you follow Jesus Christ, you're attacked daily from one way or another. The devil's going to come after you. He'll use your past. He'll use depression. He'll use your present. He'll just use someone who just doesn't like the fact that you're a Christian. That you follow the way of Christ. But at the end of the day, it's worth it because you've got peace. Because you know you stand on a solid foundation. Whereas the way of the devil, being a sodomite, no. You end up being depressed and sad. You can't, it's just it's really not a good way to live. It's so 
I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? Depressing. And think about this. You can't have your own children if you're doing that. You're having to adopt children, which we should not even be allowing. Seriously. If you're a homosexual, you should not be allowed to raise children. Giving them that worldview. They need to be able to decide that worldview on their own and decide Jesus Christ on their own. They shouldn't have it pushed in their face all day. Oh, but you're going to push heterosexuality? Well, it's the natural thing. What you do is unnatural. But we shouldn't be pushing this at children. Especially on Netflix and YouTube and whatever other TV show. Disney's getting bad about it. We should just drop all that and tell them no until you say what we want you to say. We're not giving you our money. In fact, we'll find another subscription service instead of paying for yours. That's what we need to be doing. Stand up for our values. Quit letting the sodomites push things at us. It's not cool. It's not cool at all. Really. It's kind of dumb for them to be allowed to do this. There's more of us than them. But we won't raise our voice up. We're too scared. We're too afraid to say anything. Well, that needs to change. Because... One day you're gonna come home and your little boy's gonna be in a dress and say, well, the school said it's okay, so it's okay. And you're gonna say, what the heck happened? Well, he's been watching Disney, he's been watching YouTube, he's been watching Netflix, and then the school's telling him it's okay. So all of a sudden, you're in a conundrum. What do I do about this? Well, you start now. You can nip it in the bud right this second. You say, we're not doing this, 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 or this. If you don't like it, I really don't care. I'm your parent. We are going to live by the way of Jesus Christ's word. And if you don't like it, get over it. Just let your kids know. Joshua 24, 15. Just recite this to them. Seriously. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorite in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let them know, this house is going to serve the Lord or you're not going to live in it. It's harsh, but it's true. That's where we have to be. That's how we get this society back. We have a stiff backbone. Our stiff backbone is on the foundation of the Bible. Like George Washington said, you cannot have a moral and correct society without God and the Bible. It's impossible. Seriously, we've taken God and the Bible out of society. Look, it's being controlled by sodomites now. It's being controlled by people that don't care about your values. So when are we going to take it back? When do we get on our knees and repent as a nation? You know, I'm going to be reading out of Nehemiah 9 on our Keep It Simple this week. And it talks about repenting as a nation. That's what they did. It's time for us to repent as a nation. Seriously, we need to get on our knees and repent. It's overdue. We've allowed abortion. We've allowed this whole sodomite business. We've allowed welfare and unemployment. We've allowed things that we should have never allowed. We've allowed things that are abominations to God Almighty. But we sit there and think it's okay. No, it's time we take our nation back. It's time we repent. It's time we train these people in the ways of the Lord. 
As for me and my country, we will serve the Lord. That We need to rewrite Joshua 24, 15 in our homes and say that and unite together and say it. That's the only way we get out of this conundrum is to repent and turn back to God. Read Judges. Seriously, do a Bible study on Judges. It is a recurring pattern. Recurring pattern. That's why I love it so much. Because you see what happens when they turn away from God. God has to raise a judge up because they've been enslaved. Seriously, what's happening to us right now? We were put in our homes for a year, people, over a fake virus. I just saw a study where they did 1,500 tests on what were supposedly positive COVID tests, and not one of them came back positive. Seriously, yes, COVID's really real, but it's nowhere near as bad as they said it was, and they're proving it. They proved that there were thousands, if not millions, of false positives. And we got locked in our houses because of it for a year and forced to wear a dang face diaper in public. And companies are still trying to force that. And now the new thing's going to be, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come in our store. It's coming down the pike, people, because we have refused to repent and get back to God. Now let's look at the language that they use against us. Seriously, we need to look at it. The language they use against us is pure evil. They use good words and make them sound, make it sound all nice and good, and it's really evil. Really, it is. It's double speak, and they're great at it. Seriously, let's take the word free for instance. They make you think everything's free. Like you don't have to go to work. Get unemployment. Get welfare. Welfare and unemployment are someone else's hard work, hard earned time and money they're not yours someone's losing money in taxes because you want to be a lazy bum get off your butt and get a job that's not your fruits that you've earned that's someone else's quit living off of other people now if you can't live off of yourself because you have a disability i understand that but to all these able-bodied people that can go get a job even if it's not the job they want even if it's not what they want to do, then just go get one. So what if you have to deliver pizzas for a little bit until you get your dream job? I could care less. I delivered pizzas for a while. I made pretty good money doing it. Yeah, I had to fill up my Jeep because I had a Jeep at the time and that was expensive back in the early 2000s. But it got the bills paid. I made sure that I had a roof over my head yeah, it wasn't the greatest job in the world, but I wasn't living off of other people. So yes, free. That's not what they make you think it is. It's not free. It's someone else's money. So quit taking it. If you want everything to be unified and loving and caring, then quit stealing other people's money and living off of it. Seriously. Another word they like to use is substantial. Well... The Sustainability or Substantial Farming Act. No, it's nothing like that. They're finding ways to control the food supply. So they can say, hey, you didn't vote for me, we're not going to feed you. Or you didn't go get your vaccine, we're not going to feed you. That's what this is all about. Seriously, another word they like to use, gay. The original definition for gay from Webster's Dictionary, which has been lost in time, 
means happy. Really, happy. Gay does not mean homosexual. It was stolen around the same time the rainbow was stolen. So they could push their agenda on you. Really, the original definition was to be happy or excited. But we can't call them a sodomite, so let's just call them gay. Because calling them the biblical word for what they are is scary and bad and could offend someone. I'm sorry. But now I can't call myself excited or happy because you might think I like dudes. I can't use the word gay to say I'm happy or excited anymore because you might think I like dudes. So, I'm just going to call you a sodomite and deal with it. I'm taking back the language. Hopefully, you don't get too stuck up with it. There's another word. I'm not going to mention it. You know what it is. But this word means bundle of sticks. Of course, people use it as a derogatory term towards sodomites. Use it like a curse word. I'm not going to say the word. It starts with an F and ends with a T. It has two G's in it. But this word's used to spread hate and division now. But yes, it's time we take back our language and quit letting them twist words and twist actions to fit their narrative. That's what we have to do. We have to take it back and not let them twist and turn and slither their way out of everything. That's all they do. They're slimy, scaly freaks. I'm just going to call them freaks. That slide out of everything. They're corrupt. They're evil. So, yeah, let's take back our language. Let's take back our symbolism. And for heaven's sake, let's quit pushing this trans whatever agenda they have. Let's start pushing the only agenda that we should be pushing, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The world will be so much better if we push the gospel of Jesus Christ. He loves everyone. He cares for everyone. We want your eternal soul to go to heaven. Do you not understand that? So quit pushing the things of the world. Take your eyes off of the world. And focus them on the supernatural. Take them off the natural. Focus on God. Focus on Jesus. So you can understand what's going on. Once you've been God-spilled, which, yes, I found that off another podcast. That pastor is awesome, Andrew Horville. Listen to it if you got, got a second. Gospilled. Once you've been gospilled, instead of red-pilled or blue-pilled, oh man, your life will be better. Quit worrying about the red pill and the blue pill. Worry about the gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ. And your life will be completely and totally awesome. So just focus on the gospel. Make it your bedrock, your foundation. Make it what you live by. Don't live by what the world says. Don't live by this fear-induced, destructive world. This decaying planet. Live by the gospel. Live by Jesus Christ. That's what we need to be doing right there. If we don't get the world gospeled, or at least America gospeled here soon, the days of Noah are coming back like the raging 20s. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. The Bible tells us this. So it's time we wake up. It's time we understand that. Nothing's going to get better if we don't have Jesus at the center. Nothing ever does. 
just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. So yes, let's get gospeled. Let's take back this symbolism and give it back to God and honor God. Let's do things the way He wants us to do them and not the way we want to do them. Let's be reverent to the Holy Spirit and listen to Him. Quit doing all the talking. Listen. Be humble. Understand. But most of all, shut up and listen. You don't do all the talking when you're talking to God. Sometimes you just shut up, keep your mouth shut, keep your thoughts at bay, and listen to what He has to say. Sometimes, when He does that, He gives you the path forward. And the path forward is the gospel. It always has been. The gospel of Jesus Christ. So let's prepare for our general. Let's start winning some battles for him. If you don't know who the general is, I'll tell you right now. Jesus Christ. He's the general. He's the king. So let's win some battles for him. Let's start bringing the world back to him. Let's set up for his government. For his way of doing things. And start showing the love and compassion of Christ the way he told us to. Yeah, we're going to have to be on fire. We're going to have to get in some people's faces. But we need to do it in love and peace and kindness. They're not going to like it. In fact, they'll probably scream bloody murder. But we'll get it done. We'll end with this tonight. Psalm 20. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifice. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. We will rejoice in your salvation and in the name of our God, who will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven. With the saving strength of his right hand, some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. Save, Lord. May the King answer us when we call. Well, if y'all enjoyed it, hit that like button, subscribe. Have a good day, and God bless.